Welcome or welcome back to Prophetic Prayer Podcast. This is Kendra, your host, and today is January 21st, and we turn to Genesis in the Old Testament. Joseph's brothers have just come back with their younger brother, Benjamin, and they also brought the money that was left in their sacks, and they brought twice as much. And when Joseph saw that they brought Benjamin, he invited them for a feast with him. And this is just saying, regardless of everything that Joseph's brothers did to him, he didn't hold grievances and he ultimately showed mercy upon them. And so that brings us to Matthew in the New Testament. Jesus is saying that the kingdom of heaven is like a fishing net that has been thrown out into the water and caught fish of every kind. And then when the net was full, they dragged it up onto the shores and sat down and sorted the good fish into crates but threw the bad ones away. That is the way it will be in the end of the world. The angels will come to separate the wicked people from the righteous and throwing the wicked people into a fiery furnace where they will be weeping and mashing of teeth do you understand all of these things? This is just saying, and I feel like people take this way wrong, the sorting of grain or the sorting of fish, it's just only through the consciousness of Christ will we reach the kingdom. While this perception of reality continues to get denser and denser, while the new earth rises and the people of the consciousness of Christ rise with it, I see it as a splitting of two worlds. And... I don't necessarily see it as like certain people will be left, more so it's just like the black parts or like the dead parts of our consciousness will be sifted through, almost like being put through a strainer. And the darker, denser parts will be left here in this illusionary perspective of reality that we perceive while the rest of us rise and so if there's a lot of parts of us that are really dense and dark and destructive then it might mean that we experience something like physical death or a massive illness that comes to wake us up and so I think it's often um, distorted into viewing that there's there's certain people that will be saved. And then this allows for the ego to get distracted and keep focusing the attention outside of us. But we all share the same consciousness. And so it's just really about us weeding out the dead and dark parts of us. And I don't mean like dark, like in the womb of the creation goddess. I mean like the dead, the distorted, the not self, those parts they have to die away in order for the birthing of who we truly are to come for us to have christ be born in and through all of us this is to fulfill the prophecy of jesus for us all to go home and then jesus returned to his home in nazareth and he taught where everyone was amazed and said where did he get his wisdom from and the power to do miracles then they scoffed and he he's just a carpenter's son we know mary his mother and his brothers they all live right here amongst us where did he learn these things and then they were deeply offended and refused to believe in him and then jesus told them a prophet is honored everywhere except for his own hometown that's so interesting because i was just speaking about this <laughs> he's 
never ceases to amaze me. A prophet is honored everywhere except for his hometown and amongst his own family. And he, he did only a few miracles there because of their unbelief. This is just bringing me to God wants to work miracles and show us the gifts of his bounty, of his glory. But when we are in unbelief, it doesn't leave room for any miracles to appear. We must first believe in order to receive, in order to see the truth. But while we are dancing in the darkness of the human ego illusions, we are veiled to see the miracles and the gifts and the glory of God. And this brings me to a couple of weeks ago when I first moved into this new house. I, he kept telling me to surrender unto him and to trust. And I was getting afraid about money. And like I didn't know if we were going to find roommates and all this stuff. And I was just worried. And he kept saying, you, you walk by faith, but then you wobble in your doubt. And that doesn't allow for me to manifest all of the gifts in your life. It is just your job to receive all of my gifts with thanksgiving. I just remember sitting at the table and like going into those thoughts of like, if this doesn't happen, then da 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 da. And I just stopped myself. Like I almost like held the thought in my hand. Like, no, we're just going to trust and we're just going to keep calling in what it is that we are desiring, not even focusing on the undesirable or the potential future that could go wrong. We're just going to walk by faith and we are going to know and trust in him and allow for God's miracles to manifest. And it happened. And it happened two times over. And we have been fully supported ever since. It's just interesting because we have these patterns and it's like allowing ourselves to detox from an addiction. Our bodies are chemically addicted to fear, to our negative thoughts. And so we must purge ourselves from allowing ourselves to go into those spiral thoughts of fear and separation and all of the illusions and just allow ourselves. I feel that's something that needs to be taught. I feel that's why it is necessary to dispensate the prophetic onto humanity so that everyone has an eye to see and know truth, for everyone to be able to connect to God, to Jesus, to Christ, to awaken that Christ consciousness within them that already exists. It's a seed that has always been germinating inside of us. But it takes our attention and practice and faith. Faith is a muscle and we must strengthen it. We do that by surrendering our fear. That allows for that seed within us to get planted and to take root. And I feel like there's been so many beings that have come and gone that haven't really known that God spark within them. They just went through like the process of coming and being born, walking around and then dying. It is my mission to, to bring that consciousness and that experience with God inside of us 
to every living creature upon this planet to breathe the breath of the Holy Spirit into all. For just like Jesus said when I was <laughs> in jail for nine days, even though I was the victim, and I was shouting that I didn't belong in there, and he said, no one belongs in jail. But we keep ourselves in bondage when we don't allow ourselves to truly know the Christ that we are. And so this brings me over to A Course in Miracles, Lesson 21. I am determined to see things differently. So today, while you're walking through your daily life, think about the things that really anger you, that bring you so much pain and discomfort to think about. And take yourself through this lesson. I am determined to see this conflict with my partner differently. I am determined to see this person differently. I am determined to see war differently. I am determined to see vicious animals differently. I am determined to see homeless differently. I am determined to see this world differently. And just take yourself through everything that, are, that allows for anger to arise within you. I am determined to see poverty differently. I am determined to see uh, suffering differently. Just anything that causes you to have any upset. Choose to see it differently. And remember that you are the creator of your reality. It is your perception that causes your suffering. So allow your sight to be cleared and for you to see things through a brand new lens of perspective. And Jesus says, I want you to be all mine. I am weaning you from other dependencies. Oh my God, that came through earlier today too. Wow. <laughs> Your security rests in me alone. Not in other people, not in your circumstances, depending only on me. May feel like walking a tightrope. It sure does feel like that sometimes. But there, there is a safety net underneath you. The everlasting arms. So don't be afraid of falling. Instead, look ahead to me. I am always before you, beckoning you on, one step at a time. Neither the height, nor the depth, nor anything else of all creation can separate you from my loving presence. The eternal God is your refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. He will drive out the enemy before you, saying, destroy him. In his heart, a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. Amen. This is Kendra, and you can find me at KendraDivinePurposeMentor.com. I love you all so very much.